Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Technology Uncorked. This show is brought to you by Navman. And as we've all spoken about before, in terms of dash cams, navigation units, these guys are never going to get you lost. And they'll always be that second witness on the road for you as well. I was helping out Dan this week who contacted me looking for a navigation unit for his grandparents. We found that perfect fit. Didn't have to spend a million dollars to get the right unit when it comes to simple navigation. However, there was a truckie that called into 2GB this week and was telling us that he uses a UBD, the old school navigation book that we used to all have once upon a time. Still uses them because he used to get more information from them than he sees in a navigation unit. Very confusing. However, he drives a truck. So I recommended the Big Rig Duo. The Big Rig Duo does pay attention whether you're driving a B-double, whatever it is. It makes sure that you're not going to approach a bridge which you can't fit underneath. It's going to make sure that you're alerted about low gear or no engine and braking alerts. This is the stuff that you need if you're driving a truck. You need a unit that is watching the road. It's got the dash cam built in. It's also got the navigation on the front and it knows the dimensions of your truck because you've told it so. And as a result, you're not going to be misled. A really important thing, it's called the Big Rig Duo from Navman. I don't want to see any more trucks on the news which have been stuck under a bridge. You should never have that happen and you can make sure that's the case with a Navman Big Rig Duo. Do check it out, 549. You do not need to break the bank. And if you're a truck driver, I'm sure it's tax deductible anyway. Check out navman.com.au. Let's get on with the show. Now, this week on the show, I'm having a glass of Nero Diavola. It's an Italian variety. This is from a vineyard in South Australia, actually, called Altero. Uh, this bottle's been supplied to me by Cellar Masters. And I will just say very quickly that if you are looking for a bottle of red that's going to go with pasta or that's going to go with maybe an ossobucco, you know, things that originate from Italy. Guess what? It's a very simple answer. Italian varieties tend to work with Italian food. It's such a simple math. If you look at what's out there, maybe you're making a fantastic spaghetti bolognese. Guess what? Maybe a bottle of Sangiovese will be perfect with that. It is. This Nero Diavolo would go perfect with it as well. This is $12.50 a bottle. Keep a few of these in your in your wine fridge or somewhere safe. And honestly, you just crack this thing open and it's ready to go. Drink it young. Drink it now. Uh, for $12.50, why would you hold on to them? Get into it. It's a, it's a really nice drop and we'll carry it through the rest of the show. All right, now look, I hope that you've all actually recovered from Black Friday. For a lot of people, uh, Black Friday is the day to do your shopping because let's be honest, this whole craze which came from the US has come to Australia. It's definitely caught on and it got me, okay? Black Friday got me as well. I, uh, I ended up spending around three grand on a new laptop. So I'm getting a new new MacBook Pro, uh, the 13-inch model. I've actually had my existing 13-inch MacBook Pro for six years, and it blows my mind how long I've actually had this for. It's not that it's actually slowing down. It's that I want to get a bit more RAM. I want a little bit more performance. Not that I necessarily have to have it, but I just need it. As I'm doing podcasting and extra video editing and things like that, it's becoming more of a need, and I think that's just why I had to do it. But why did I decide to do it on Black Friday? Apple don't exactly do discounts. Well, they don't really. But what they did do this this time is they offered a 
gift card, a $325 gift card or something like that. Uh, so obviously I took that up and that really meant that I had, that was my discount, you know, 300 bucks. So it went from three grand, you know, down to 2,700 or whatever it is. And I use that to buy accessories because what I realized very quickly is the new MacBook Pros don't have, you know, standard USB ports on them anymore. It's just USB-C. So here's me buying adapters. That's a fun thing to use your voucher on. Thanks for that. Um, so yeah, super happy about buying that new MacBook Pro hopefully arrives this week. I cannot wait to get my hands on it uh, right before CES. So I've got the right tools of the job ready to go as well. So some exciting things happening there. And I thought I'd just talk about, you know, the equipment changes that are going on. This this microphone that I'm talking to you on is going to be replaced in the next month as well. So I'm really excited to get a new mic and hopefully sound a little bit better for you. Uh, I'm looking at a screen right now, guys, that uh, is 34 inches wide or well, 34 inches diagonally. It's from Samsung. Uh, they've sent this to me to try out. And, uh, you know, I've set up this desk that I'm going to be talking to you from and it takes up the whole width. My whole vision is now consumed by a screen. It's it's ridiculous. It's one screen, 34 inches diagonally, and it's curved. So it's, uh, it's absolutely stunning. And it means that I can have some things like maybe my notes or I can actually make sure that I'm still recording and that I'm sounding okay, those sort of things. So some massive upgrades going on. It's pretty exciting. It's like Christmas for me already, even though I've still got a few more weeks till that big day. Uh, but let me know what you guys did around Black Friday. That was me. I burned a big hole in my pocket getting a new laptop. Um, I'm just really waiting for it to arrive. It is funny. I, I did mention these power, these adapters I had to get. You know, one of them is a simple USB-C to USB-A. Another one is a USB-C that sort of splits out with HDMI, um, another USB-A port, and a, a card slot or something like that because, hey, well, they've removed the card slot as well. So it's almost a step backwards in terms of um, ports on the actual device, but I guess we're all moving to USB-C. A lot of smartphones that I've tested this year actually come with the USB-C end, meaning it's got a much smaller end on it, even though it's both sides. Um, so there, there is a lot of change happening. I think it's more, you know, eventually it will make sense, but as it is today, microphones, for example, which I plug in, uses USB-A. Um, if you've got a keyboard and mouse that's wired, it's also USB-A. So you can see that there's some, some issues there. Anyway, that's enough about me. Uh, there's some tech news, guys. I um, cannot wait to tell you all about this stuff this week. Um, I'm gonna talk about the Huawei Watch GT2. Amazon is now selling houses. Yes, you heard that correctly. Uh, Apple decided to release a new phone case, but this one actually adds power. Uh, Linksys has a mesh Wi-Fi device, which does a lot more than just share your internet connection and BioTracker. What the hell is that? Well, what if I told you there was a fitness tracker for dogs? Yes, there's that too. All right, now this week I did meet with Huawei and you've heard me talk about Huawei on this show many, many times and it's not always positive. When it comes to smartphones, they're definitely on the back foot in not being able to provide a proper Google experience on their phones. I've always said their hardware's been good and it's one of the true facts is that their hardware, especially when it comes to cameras, they do innovate so damn well that it really was upsetting when, when you had this drama where they can't use Google services properly. I actually had someone write on my Facebook page after our last week's show saying that I was wrong and that you can um, do that. I don't know what phone you're using and I forget the guy's name. I, I replied to him with about four different links from independent sources, not articles that I've written, but other articles, which have all backed up my statement that this is real, that Trump did put a, a thing in place. So I'm so sorry to that guy. Anyway, I met I met with Huawei and, uh, and we didn't talk so much about the phones, although I did have a look at the new uh, Mate 30 Pro. 
But what I really got my hands on, and I'm still wearing it right now, it's the Huawei Watch GT2. Now, this is a smartwatch. It's round. So it's not rectangle like the Apple Watch. Uh, and it's got this really nice display. And it's not an always on display as you do have with the Apple Watch. But given that's round, it looks normal. I haven't had anybody ask me what that smartwatch is. I've had people say, I didn't know it was a smartwatch. And that tells you something straight away because a lot of people who wear smartwatches, they don't like the fact that it feels like they're wearing a computer on their wrist. This one doesn't give you that feeling. It's actually not very thick. Um, and the front of it looks really nice. It's actually got two um, sort of buttons or crowns that you would have called them in the old watch world um, on the on the right hand side. They're actually used, you can actually make one of them a shortcut to an app such as workouts. And the other one is used to sort of navigate in some areas as well. Complete touchscreen. Um, I just, I'm actually really enjoying it. I'm getting my notifications on my iPhone still. It does integrate fairly well with that. It actually integrates with Apple Health. That was kind of surprising. So when you do install the Huawei Health app, you've got an option to integrate with Apple Health, which means that all my steps that I'm doing now won't be lost if I do go back to my Apple Watch. I kind of love that idea. Uh, so that's a really great thing. But two weeks battery life, guys. Now, I haven't had it for two weeks to, to say for sure. However, I've had it for a couple of solid days and I'm looking at it now. I've got 83% battery life. So two days, 20%, so I'm losing 10% per day, I should get about 10 days worth, theoretically. That's pretty good. Whereas my Apple Watch, I'm tending to charge it less than every two days. So, you know, if you compare those two, that's really impressive. Now, it it comes with this brown leather band, which is classy and it's, and it's nice. However, when it comes to workouts, I'm gonna have a bit of a problem with that. I don't really want to wear a beautiful leather band if I'm going to be sweating it up. So it was nice to see that Huawei actually includes some, you know, some rubber bands. Uh, rubber bands is not what I'm talking about for packaging, but rubber bands that you can add to the to the watch instead. It looks like it's fairly easy to swap and change them, which means that in the morning, if I'm going to go to the gym, I can quickly change the band on that. That's a really nice thing to have. The other thing it does, which the Apple Watch does not, is sleep tracking. Isn't that funny? So the Fitbits do it, everything, every, everything else does it. Uh, Apple Watch don't do it, which means you can take this one to bed and you can get a bit of an insight into how well you slept. And I think that's a good thing. And I think sleep health is a more important thing as life goes on. Uh, it is important to pay attention to recovery as much as it is important to, to pay attention to what you're doing during the day. So that so far, this has been a really nice watch to wear. I'm enjoying it. Um, the only thing that I'm really lacking compared to my uh, Apple Watch is responses. So if I receive a text or an email or a Facebook message, whatever it is, I can usually do a quick reply from my Apple Watch and that is convenient. You can't do that with the Huawei Watch, meaning what I'm really getting is one-way communication. Um, yeah, I can change songs, you know, I can do some of the basic stuff, but when it comes to actual messaging, you don't have a two-way between your phone. It's just one, one direction. So that's one disadvantage. If you're on an Android device, it's probably going to be a totally different experience. In fact, I'm pretty sure it is that you will have that ability. But if you're an iPhone person um, and you're thinking about an Apple Watch alternative, it's probably worth checking out. It is also about a hundred bucks less than the than the Series 5 Apple Watch as well. So, you know, Huawei's copped some drama around the, the smartphone space and whether it's their fault or not, um, I'm not going to get into the politics, but it's a pretty tough situation for them. Um, what was interesting, actually, I will, I will share this. I'm pretty sure it's public knowledge, but um, they shared that this new device that they they still brought it to Australia despite having these Google um, services issues. 
they've actually sold out. They've sold out of the 200 units that they brought. So 200 is not a lot, um, but they are saying that there are some you know, real diehard Huawei fans that have uh, obviously gone for it regardless of whatever limitations it does have. So kudos to Huawei, I guess, for selling the 200 units. Um, I think they probably sell more of these watches than the, than the smartphone, which is probably not what they would actually want. The other thing that I did get from them was the new FreeBuds 3. And I'm pretty excited by these because they look a lot like AirPods, very much like AirPods. However, they do something, I haven't taken them out of the box yet, but I already know that there's a feature about them that I love that the, uh, the Apple AirPods do not have. And that is that they come in black as well as white. And I love the idea of having black AirPods. Apple don't do it. But if Huawei is doing it, I'm keen to try them out. They have act, they have noise cancelling in them as well. They have literally, it's 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 like a replica of the of the AirPods Pro, but they look like the original AirPods. So they still have the longer stem. Um, I'm going to give them a test. I'll probably talk about them next week. I'll use them as my daily driver. I literally do carry around my AirPods with me all day, every day. So it is a big change to be doing this. But um, the fact that they're black is a really cool thing. I know that you can, people are out there getting their uh, AirPods blackened. Um, but anyway, so I had a good catch up with Huawei. It was good to chew the fat, have a bit of a conversation. Um, I'm pretty sure none of it was off the record, so I'm hoping that I'm not letting myself into trouble. But uh, that's that's the insight here from Huawei. This this watch has been really enjoyable so far, um, and I can't wait to tell you about the FreeBuds 3 once I experience them for myself. So stay tuned for that one. Now this week I had an announcement come from Amazon. Now Amazon's doing some really cool stuff in Australia and I love that they're growing, they continue to make things happen. Um, one of the things that they've announced now is that you can get a home. You can get a home through Amazon and you'll get delivery for free because of Amazon Prime. I, I use Amazon Prime. I, I think it's been great, especially through the Christmas season. Uh, free delivery is an, a great incentive when you're couch shopping. You know, you're sitting on the couch, you're thinking about, do I have to go in store? Can't really be bothered. Why don't I get it delivered to work? Click, click, boom, and it's coming. So I love that. Um, when it comes to it, a house, though, this was obviously the headline gets your attention, right? Then you click in and it's not actually a proper house. Um, tiny houses. So tiny houses are all the rage. If you've got some space in your backyard, you stick this little, like it looks like a small garage shed with windows. And all of a sudden you've got a place where you could stick a very, very small family or a single individual or something like that. Uh, temporary accommodation, whatever you want to call it. You're looking around 50 grand. You're looking at about 50 grand as I'm looking on Amazon right now for a place that sleeps two people. It's got maybe a tiny kitchenette, maybe a small spot for a shower. Um, you know, it's it's a cool thing. Now, in full disclosure, I, I don't know why I'm using that word, but um, after CES this year, I came back and I had a week, obviously I had a week of tech overload, right? Where you everything's blinking and buzzing, t -t 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 starts to get a little bit much. Uh, I ended up going on... Man, what was it called? It's, it's essentially a tiny house into the wild. It's called IN number two, the wild. Um, I wrote about it on news.com that if you want to actually read that story, but I took a bit of a break. It was two nights, I think, literally off the grid, as in this tiny house was surrounded by bushland. I had no phone reception. Electricity came from the solar panels on the tiny house, water tank for, for water and showering, uh, and had a and lit, and lit a fire outside so that I can cook. I mean, literally living on literally living on the land, basically, with a, a box to sleep in. 
I loved it. I actually seriously think it's one of the best ways to have a break. I, I really encourage people to do breaks like that where you're just disconnecting from the world. Who cares about what the hell's happening on Facebook or Twitter or anything like that? You'll actually be okay. Life goes on. Um, but the fact that Amazon is selling these is cool, um, but they're hyping up the free delivery part. Dude, no, no, like, duh, it's free delivery because it's a $50,000 house. Yeah, you, you should deliver it. No, I'm not going to pay an extra 100 bucks for your truck to turn up and drop it off. So thanks for the $5 a month that I'm spending on Prime. I'm glad I'm getting free delivery on a $50,000 cabin. Like, it's, it's kind of weird. Like, of course it is. And of course, they've factored delivery into the price because what was I meant to do? Was I meant to come and pick it up from the store? and tie it up to my own car and drive it home. Like, it's just, it's a silly thing. It's great. I guarantee you that anybody who actually wants a tiny home or wants to spend 50 grand probably wants to actually see it, probably wants to pick some interior furnishings and customize it a little bit. So kudos to you, Amazon, for listing a product on your website that no one's ever going to buy because it's it's not that kind of thing that people just click. Oh, I'm just going to add it to my cart and click to buy. Yeah, that's happening every day. I know that I was at work the other day. We were talking in the kitchen and I said, oh, how was Black Friday? They said, yeah, good. I bought a tiny house. I bought a tiny house and you know what? They're delivering it for free. How good is that? I'm going to get two of them and you should get one too and I get a referral code and maybe you get free delivery as well. It doesn't happen. That whole conversation is a myth. It's never going to happen. So kudos to you, Amazon. Very good. I think what I'm really trying to get out of this is that everyone should go on a tiny house escape. I think they're amazing. I think you should just go and experience them. It's amazing what you can fit into such a small house. You start to realize why the hell have I got a lounge room and all these other things when realistically, you don't need any of this crap. You just have a very small place. Go and escape. Get off the grid. Get off the electricity. Go and find Greta Thunberg in the bush. This is what people should be doing more often switch off. And you, and for someone like me, I can't just switch my phone off. I need the network to be removed. And that's what works for me. So cool holiday. If anyone's thinking about holidays for Christmas, buy, buy a voucher. Buy a voucher, give that to your wife. Or go on Amazon and spend 50 grand and get a tiny house delivered to your door for free. That sounds like fun. Let's move on. All right. Now, Apple doesn't seem to go a week without announcing something. You know, they're, they're, they're busy. We're, we're going to keep announcing stuff until you've got everything that we've ever had. And um, obviously, I'm guilty of that. I just bought a Mac. However, uh, if you've got an iPhone 11 or an iPhone 11 Pro, you can now get extra battery life. And how do you do that? Not by plugging in a battery pack that you can get from someone like Belkin or Signet or something like that. No, no, no. This is a case. So Apple's selling a case with the battery built into the case. And then the case goes on the phone and is able to recharge your iPhone um, anytime. It's, it's, it's a cool thing. If you're seriously working your iPhone that hard that this is a, a plausible thing, this is, the, this is the sort of product you want. It does obviously add some thickness to your phone and it adds, adds it in a hump kind of way because you know the top part where the cameras are, you can't exactly make that terribly thick because you'll ruin things like the wide angle and stuff like that. So that's kept very much flat. But then it sort of fattens out almost like a beer gut from the top, it's, you know, most people's chests, even if they've got a beer gut, it's kind of flat. And then they have this massive belly that comes out. That's really what the iPhone 11 case is actually like. What they have added though, compared to previous years when they've done these battery type cases, um, is that you've actually got a camera button now. So there's an extra button on the case, which when you turn the, the phone into landscape mode, you can take photos. 
and you, so you can sort of snap away and use it as your clicker. You need to be very cautious that when you've got it in landscape mode, if you are holding it in that particular way and your left hand is also on the device, so you've got your right hand for the clicker, left hand's maybe using it to steady your shot, whatever it is, your left hand may be covering up your camera lenses. So you gotta be careful of this simple stuff. Um, anyway, it's about 120 bucks, something like that. If you're in the market for something, it could be a really good Christmas gift. If there's somebody out there who just drains the crap out of their phones and doesn't make it back to a charger, uh, this is a, is, a, is a good idea. It's also got wireless charging built in too. So when you do put it down on the charging mat, it will charge the battery as well as the phone's battery. And that's a smart thing. So I'm not bagging it. I'm just saying it doesn't look great. Um, when I travel, I, I do pack batteries. I pack uh, Belkin power banks and things like that because I do need to get a recharge. Sometimes you can't get to an outlet in the US um, to charge them sometimes. So I get why they did it. So just news, just letting you know if it's Christmas time, this could be the right thing to buy. This week, we got an announcement from Linksys. Now, for those who don't know, Linksys has been around for years and years, focused on the networking space. That's really their bread and butter. It, like Toyota makes cars, Linksys make networking products. And um, they've added a feature, and this is interesting, they've added a feature to an existing product range. So they've got these mesh Wi-Fi systems. You've probably heard me talk about the Netgear Orbi. Um, Google Google has the Nest Wi-Fi product as well. Um, Linksys has what they call VLOP, V-E-L-O-P. Uh, this same sort of concept, you've got the satellite units as well as your main unit. They come in a two pack or a three pack. You get the gist. It's essentially casting this mesh network across your whole home. Uh, you like to have them in different parts of the house. So you make sure you get really good Wi-Fi coverage. Now they've been on sale for a while. They're around the 650 mark for the three pack, obviously a little bit less for the two pack. They've added a feature to it that is very noteworthy and I'll tell you why. It's called motion sensing. So imagine you've got these Wi-Fi beams going through your home, just like every other home does. However, it is now able to sense motion, physical motion. So if I get up at nighttime and move around the house, I'm in some, in some way, I am disturbing the Wi-Fi signals by doing so. And maybe they've got sensitivity turned up to the max to actually achieve this, but your Linksys VLOP um, mesh system will now actually be able to detect movement. And you could receive alerts on this as well. So let's think of a couple of examples here. You're at work, house is empty, the kids come home from school, um, maybe you don't have cameras to alert you of that, maybe your kids don't actually tell you when they're home. Your Wi-Fi system will tell you. Hello, your Wi-Fi system will tell you that there is movement. That's bonkers. Wi-Fi alerting you about movement. It's crazy. Maybe you've got elderly grandparents. You could replace their Wi-Fi network with the Linksys uh, VLOP system, and you would have an idea as to whether they've moved around today, or you'd have an idea whether that what time they got up in the morning, or what time they went to bed because the motion has stopped. This is pretty amazing. And I think if you take that grandparents example, um, and maybe you're traveling, you're away for four weeks on a vacation, and you're wondering how your parents are doing, if you've had no motion detected in that house for a couple of days, it may ring some alarm bells, But which is a sad thing in, in itself. I don't mean to be morbid, but for people, this is a real concern is how do they keep an eye on their on their elderly parents, that sort of thing. I think it's an important important story to tell. So this is what's happening. It's it's kind of amazing that they're adding it to an existing system, not telling you to go and buy a whole new one, meaning if you've made the investment at 650 bucks, which to me is not small change, uh, it does mean that you get an extra feature added. However, scroll down the page, scroll, 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 scroll. 
90 days free. It's free, you can add the function on, you can try it for 90 days. So that's fantastic. But then you have to start paying, so it's a subscription. So you're talking about $4.99 per month uh, to use this subscription. So to me, I I hate subscription services when it comes to appliances. Um, you've heard me talk before about, say, the Arlo cameras, um, even the Nest cameras. You can have them so you spend a lot of money on these cameras, and then you start getting told you to pay a subscription to make sure you still receive alerts. And it's like, that's its core function, is to film and record people that are breaking into my home. And after spending $1,200, I now have to spend a monthly fee. That's madness. Uh, Linksys is almost doing a similar thing. And I get that it's optional. I get you don't have to have it. Yes, it's also not core to the function of these um, mesh networks. So I get that it could be added on. Uh, If you're interested in it, yes, you could try it for the first 90 days. See if you actually like the idea. Um, It could actually be handy. Maybe you're just going away for a period. Just turn it on and then cancel it when you get home because you'll have this alarm system in the home that's activated through your Wi-Fi, essentially. Uh, But for five bucks a month, maybe it is the right peace of mind that you'd be happy with. I just think it should be free. And if it's a function that's running on the appliance, it's not actually requiring um, a service to run. It's not like I'm streaming a movie and I'm requiring a server to be hosted by Netflix and to provide content to me. Um, this to me just seems like another revenue stream and I get that. I just think it shouldn't be costing you anything. It should be added on. Uh, but fascinating for me, I'm just fascinated by the fact that Wi-Fi can now detect motion. That freaks me out and it just tells me that that's that Linksys will be the first ones to do this. You can expect that Orbi will now have this. You can expect that D-Link will be doing the same. And obviously, almost surprising that Google didn't decide to do this first, right? So let's see where this goes. Um, I, I know that in my place, I've got the whole motion sensing alarm system that when you get out of bed, the whole the whole house blows up unless you put your pin code in super quick. Um, this could be a really nice way of having a, almost a silent motion detection, which could then perhaps activate cameras or do something else like just like to think about where that could actually go i think it's really really cool i'd love to actually try it and just experience wi-fi knowing my motion and trying to break it and whatnot so really cool from linksys if you've got a VLOP system try it give it a go for free for 90 days if you are in the market for something a mesh system and this is interesting hey it's an add-on that no one else is doing so worth a shot And speaking of tracking, so here's a company called BioTracker who wants to make sure that you stop losing your dog, that if your dog gets out, your dog's going to get found. And BioTracker is a small, small device. Uh, I've got it here in front of me now. It's a small device that that can be put to um, on, on a dog's collar. Okay, so it attaches to a dog's collar and it sits there. It's got a battery life of around a week or so. It does need to be recharged. And what it then does is it connects to GPS which means you can then download an app on your smartphone and at any time you can open it up and you can see A, where your dog has been. So maybe you've got a dog that likes to go for a walk during the day while you're at work. It goes and visits the neighbors and then you just find it at home. Um, But you can also get alerts when it's left the boundaries of your home as well. So you can set up perimeter fencing and you get an alert how your dog's gotten out and then you can actually track it live so that when you're driving home, you just pick it up and be like, all right, dude, get back in the car. Um, so it's a really cool thing. I think, you know, we're coming up to New Year's Eve here in Australia. And I guess actually every, every country has New Year's Eve at the same time. That's weird. So we're coming up to New Year's Eve. And when fireworks go off, dogs freak out. They tend to jump fences. They disappear. They get scared. They go hide somewhere. And people lose their dogs. It's a common thing. People go on Facebook saying, oh, I can't believe people are setting off fireworks. I've got a dog. Well, 
Now you've got the answer. Well, why don't you go buy a bio tracker and stick it to your dog? And then when after I set off all my fireworks in its face, you can go and find it because you'll easily be able to find it with bio tracker. Simple solution, right? The other thing that it does is add fitness tracking. Now, this sounded very weird when I first heard about it, that it will count your dog's steps, all four of them. And I don't know if you have to divide it by four after looking at the numbers. That's a really interesting thought. Anyway, so fitness tracking for your dog. Why would the hell would I care how many steps my dog did? I know how many steps I did. Um, is it important that I know what my, dog, what my dog's up to? It doesn't know. It doesn't get a feedback. It can't read the numbers on my smartphone. So what it actually is for, though, is dogs that are older. Now, you might be at work, you know you've got an old dog, it lays around the house quite a bit, it's pretty immobile, it's just lazy. You start to get an understanding. Imagine if this thing was being worn from when it was a pup to late, later in life, you'd actually start to see almost a bell curve of, of activity. And that could really call out some signs for you where maybe you notice that this week, man, this dog's barely been moving around compared to the prior week. What's wrong with this dog? Maybe there's actually an inherent problem that you need to take the dog to the vet for. And you don't know what your dog's been up to if, you, if you're not actually there. So that's where this gives you a bit of insight maybe as to what the dog has been doing. Um, I should say this, you can attach this to a cat as well. Um, but I'm focusing on dogs because I'm not a big cat guy. But this is interesting if you've got a elderly dog and you want to keep an eye on it. Again, if you're away on holidays, this could be interesting too, but maybe you should get someone to feed your dog while you're away because if it's been a few days and that dog hasn't taken steps, you've got more than a, a problem around who's going to feed it because it might be too late, right? So getting morbid in this one, getting morbid. Um, I'm, I'm just not, I don't have, I don't have pets. I don't have a dog. I haven't got anything to attach this to. Um, but if you're interested, buy a tracker. The last thing, it's 200 bucks. I don't know if you can buy a whole new dog for that, if that's a problem, but 200 bucks, you can just get a buy a tracker and track where your dog is. Or I don't know what the pound fees are. So if you do lose your dog, the pound picks it up. Do you have to pay like more than 200 bucks to get that back? I don't know, maybe you have to toss up your uh, toss up your cost there, see if it's worth running the risk. That's the bio tracker. You can get it at Pet Barn. Uh, so pick up your dog food and then get a bio tracker along with it. All right, folks, that's the show. I think we got a little bit off the rails here. Uh, next week, still plenty more tech. I'm going to talk about those free buds for sure next week. I'm going to have some other things floating around me uh, beforehand as well. So we'll have a huge jam-packed show. We're going to do this show every single week. You're not going to have an inconsistent show. I'll turn up every week. We're going to do this, this podcast and it's going to be fantastic. I'm so excited about it. I had some meetings this week with uh, some people I can't mention, and next year is going to be bigger than this year, um, not just from a podcast point of view, but from content that I do produce outside of the podcast, whether it's newspapers, websites, and whatnot. So I'm really excited to tell you about those once they become public. Uh, there's some cool stuff to discuss there. So interesting things happening. Uh, CES is around the corner. I could not be more excited. I'm just locking down where I'll be sharing content through CES, and I'll be letting you know all about that as well. So you can keep an eye out for that. Yes, I'll be podcasting from CES. Yes, there's some big things around the corner and uh, it's hilarious. So I can't wait to actually share them. Thanks for listening, guys. Love you. Speak next week. Bye.